I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. All right. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Why does it always feel <laughs> Why does it always feel weird? Um, <laughs> we are somehow together once again. Two back to back. It's like a miracle. Oh, that's right. We uh, were together on the last one. Yeah. <sighs> um, will we see it again? I don't know. <laughs> Go for three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens at work this week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyway, we are together, so I guess we're still continuing our GWF reunion tour. Yeah. Encore performance. <laughs> um, so I guess we might as well just get right into it. Actually, before we get into the topic. Yeah. Congratulations to Butter for... Um, Getting its seventh week on a billboard. Woo woo woo! Um, that's awesome. Like you know, seven. It's our number. So glad that we could do it. That was my air horn sound. In case it wasn't clear, it's always <laughs> slightly off. So <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Seven just follows them around, as they say. Yep. Every week, I'm like shocked, but not shocked. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just feels weird. Like, it took a while for us to get to this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I believe it because I see the work that ARMY are doing week in and week out. But at the same time, every single week, I'm thinking about, like, what would 2016 Julie and 2016 Bangtan and 2016 ARMY, like, have thought about this moment? Or even earlier, you know, but that's just for me when I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I feel like with Dynamite, we had to fight a little harder. I don't know why. I felt like it was more of a... Like a challenge. This this go around seems a little bit easier. Almost yeah. like the music video where I was like, whoa, what's going on? We were just like blowing past 100 million yeah. views. <laughs> yeah. This is like the same feeling. Yeah, it's nuts. It really is. I mean, I've been definitely streaming, but it has been, to your point, like far more organic of like, oh, I feel like listening to this right now than like, I'm going to loop the, well, okay, we don't loop. I'm going to stream <laughs> this, you know, every third song, you right. know, for four or five hundred times in a row where I'm gonna have this on five devices it has been like a much more to quote Kim Namjoon himself organic uh success story yeah it's been easier with like the listening parties they've created or like with station Ed and stuff too so yeah kudos to big hit official and bts official and also bts chart data and everyone hosting like major streaming parties it definitely does make it a lot easier yeah i feel like we just keep like leveling up as a fandom like we are the final boss <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Used to be like, why do people hate on ARMY so much? And now I'm just like, it's because they fear us. (laughs) Damn. I mean, am I wrong? (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um... One other thing I want to talk about before we jump into our main topic for today um, is that we participated in KPSN this weekend. And, like, we meant to record (laughs) that. But that was a one-time live-action-only special, apparently. So thank you to those who joined us and helped us surpass our fundraising goals for KPSN and for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So thank you so much to those who joined. I was really nervous because, I mean, we've done, like, one or two collabs, but not frequently and, like, usually not live. Um, (laughs) Exactly. Like, we're kind of a mess sometimes when we edit this, if that's not already apparent. So, um... I'm just really grateful to everyone who showed up and not only who showed up, but like who engaged with us because I felt like we had a super interactive session and I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it was great. Um, that event was super exclusive. Um, <laughs> one time only. <laughs> yeah. Because I 100% forgot to hit record. Um, and we were having like some technical difficulties prior to getting on. So I was freaking out. Um. <laughs> I feel like. This is kind of a tangent, but there were two kinds of freakouts happening. Like, you were visibly freaking out, and I didn't know what to do, so I was just, like, (laughs) shutting down to, like, only the bare minimum, like, functions needed for survival, because you were like, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what's going on, like, what are we gonna do? And I'm just like, I uh, don't know. Exactly. It wasn't even one of those moments where it was like, oh, it's okay, we still have a little bit of time left. Like, no, it was, like, past time we were supposed to be on, and it was like... Yeah, thank you if you waited for us as well while we figured that out. I feel like it was very apropos, let's say. But thank you for waiting and for joining us. Yeah, we had fun. And um, thanks to our K-pop fangirl life for um, interviewing us and for Ashley at Multifaceted ACG for even inviting us. So, yeah, good time. Looking forward to next year. Yeah. I attended a few sessions that weren't ours, (laughs) but I hope next year I can spend more time listening in. I was on the road, per usual, so it was kind of, like, in and out, but it seemed like every single panel that, or, like, event that I did jump in on seemed super high quality, so I hope next year I can join more panels as an attendee as well. And this was really nice because you got the convenience of going to, like, a convention, per se, but without having to physically go. Yeah. And only conventions I've been to have been like anime or like comic uh, conventions and those usually are like really smelly (laughs) and there's like way too many people there I mean they're a good time but like (laughs) it was nice being in the comfort of my own home um being able to attend it also made it less uh scary I'm pretty sure it would have been a little bit more terrifying if I had like a bunch of people staring at me in a crowd can you imagine if we were like at an actual convention like trying to get our mics to work or something and people were watching us as we struggled like I was barely handling it like virtually so I don't even know what that would be like it's like our niche to be like a struggle bus (laughs) but I don't want to be that in person like people like actually watching it (laughs) yeah I think that was the difference is like we're almost always struggling but we can edit that out you know what I mean like when it's live in a minute before the show like (laughs) There's no going back. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely, like, let's continue to grow in the future, too. <laughs> Maybe that makes us relatable. I don't know. I don't know how we could be more relatable then. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> we keep it very relatable here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, in other relatable content, much like the rest of the timeline, I think we want to talk about permission to dance this week. How yeah. was that transition? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, permission to dance was released last Friday on Army Day. Yep. We are um, recording on the 13th for reference. Right. So, very special for us to receive a gift on Army Day. Um, very exciting leading up to it. Almost, I was like, whoa, when the countdown started, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, was, I was ready, but not ready at the same time. I guess I was expecting them to have, like, um, like they've had before, like a little, like, intro video or whatever um, of them, like, doing or, like, saying something, but there was nothing. It was just, like, straight into that countdown. <laughs> I know. I joined it. It was, like, two, one, and I was, like, ah, go. <laughs> Much like everything else in my life, like, we were just saying, but I was, like, here we go. Right. I just feel like there was, I don't know, I guess after Butter, I like Butter so much. I was just anticipating this song so much. I was, like, I don't know what this is gonna sound like, like, looking at the concept, um photos or like the teaser i was just like i have no idea what this is gonna sound like so i was like <laughs> yeah like super anxious or whatever to hear it yeah um so let's get right yeah. into our thoughts I do about feel, this song. i do feel like the concept and the like teasers were a little bit misleading like i know you were saying in our chat like i i wasn't expecting a country song but i wasn't not expecting a country song. Like, I wasn't sure what direction they were taking it in, but Permission to Dance was a totally different direction than even what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be honest, I kind of, I was expecting that it was going to be a country song. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to hear a country song after. <laughs> so I was a little bit like, I don't want to say disappointed, but um, that's a genre that they haven't touched yet. Um, it's a genre that I don't even know if they would want to, like, actually (laughs) approach. I mean, they've done so many different genres, right? So it wouldn't be, like, outside of the realm of possibility for them to do country. But I was kind of expecting it to be, like, some kind of, like, country pop song. I'm thinking, like, a la Taylor Swift or, like, like I've said before, like, Ford or Georgia Line or something like that. So, yeah, I wasn't really sure what we were going to get. Um, but it is a true pop song like through and through <laughs> and i guess i'll go first I'll, I'll i'll take the take the plunge let's say i will say it i <laughs> we were asking our kpsn interview like what we thought about permission to dance and i said i hedged so hard <laughs> like i mean it's one thing to say something on our own podcast right but like i right. i didn't want to like go off the rails or like right I mean, I don't, we don't control the flow of the interview conversation necessarily, so I don't want to go into it and not, like, explain myself, but I'll be honest, I do not love Permission to Dance, and I feel very conflicted about that fact. I mean, I feel like on Twitter, it's so cut and dry, like, you're a hater, or you love it, or, like, there's very little room for, like, gray area feelings on Twitter, but... I kind of feel, like, gray area about it. Like, I, as I mentioned, I was traveling when we were doing KPSN, so I think I spent, like, 12 hours total in a car (laughs) this weekend, and so I was listening 
to the CD that I went and bought in Target on July 9th and, and listening to the song. And like, I will say the more I've listened to it, it, it did grow on me. Like it's a catchy song, Mm -hmm. but it's not the style of song that I've come to expect from Bong Tan or Mm. the kind of song that I was hoping for. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm not going to get on here and lie. Um, and I, I was pretty like straightforward when we were yeah. asked about it at our panel too. It was like, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> you know, um, I don't, I don't feel like I should have to lie about it. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like it's something that I should feel ashamed about. Yeah. Um, but I do feel the same as you as I felt kind of conflicted because I was anticipating the song so much and, um, I, like, really was, like, looking forward to it after Butter because I just, like, loved Butter so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's just, like, yeah, I don't I don't even really know how to explain it. Like, I've been trying to rack my brain all weekend long. Like, why don't I like this song? Um, I love the music video. I love the lyrics. Um, we got the choreo video today. I think the choreo is great. Um, I'm loving the messaging, you know, and the... And, the inclusion of like the deaf and hard of hearing community, like using sign language, I, I like just everything about the song is great for me, except for like the actual the music song. itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, okay, yes. The first text I sent to our group chat, I said it's all auto tune, and that was something you like commented on as well. And I guess I'm just confused because I mean. People can use auto-tune as, like, an artistic expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and before... Okay, let me let me take it back a step. I'm counting on some relatives of mine never listening to this, but, like, I love BTS. I have BTS lyrics, like, tattooed on my body. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hater, right? Like, I'm here for them. I bought multiple copies of the album. I've been listening to the song. But I don't know where this, like, inability to, like think critically and dissent and say, like, I don't like a song. Like, like, why is it bad for me to not like one song of theirs when I like their discography as a whole? For any other artist, it wouldn't even be an issue. You know what I mean? But anyway, so barring that, I love BTS. I'm not on standing. I'm here forever and always. I don't like this song. And I think part of it is that it sounds very generic to me and that has nothing to do with like it it reminds me of like okay so when I was driving when I was traveling this weekend I was singing over you can literally take we're all in this together from high school musical (laughs) and superimpose it over the song itself and it like matches perfectly like it literally does I have a clip on my phone of me like singing over like it's like 11 p.m I'm in my car you can hear the road you can hear my gps like It fits perfectly over the track. Like, just hum it to yourself and tell me I'm wrong, you know? So, it just sounds like a 2007 or 2008 song in 2021. And it has... I think they've written other songs in English, and they've written songs in Japanese, and I know we're going to talk about that more later. For me, it doesn't really have to do with the language, but just, like... It's so auto-tune heavy, and it's so, like, 
It sounds so Disney Channel. And that's, like, fine if you're watching a Disney Channel movie. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but that's not what I've come to expect from Bong Tan. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree on your point that it does sound very, you know, generic. I think there's, like, a, a kind of, like, standard pop hit formula, and I feel like that's what um, Permission to Dance hits. Um, you know, BTS had, like, no involvement in this song. Um, they had little involvement in Butter. I mean, like, we know Namjoon was selected for, like, for his rap. That's pretty much it. And they didn't have, like, any involvement in Dynamite, right? And I don't think that BTS producers had any involvement in any of these songs. So I feel like that's why it feels kind of, like, not like BTS to me in some kind of way. Um... Like, it feels almost like this song is missing something. Um, and, and I feel like it's missing, like, some BTS touch. Like, it's missing them in some way. But, I was thinking about this weekend, and I'm like, is it really, though? Like, is it missing the touch because their producers, like, didn't work on it? Or, like, they didn't write it? Or, like, like why do I feel like it's missing something? I'm like, technically, this is BTS, right? Like, they selected the song. They're singing it like it is BTS. <laughs> so I don't know, like, even battling with myself thinking about it. Like, I don't know if it's really missing something or I just simply just don't like the sound. Like you were saying, it sounds very much like High School Musical. It's giving me, like, end of a Disney movie. Um, yeah, it feels very much like 12 years old watching High School Musical once again. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's just not for me, like, yeah. at this point in time. Like, I love a good pop song. I love a good Disney movie. <laughs> like, I'm not even yeah, going to say that. But, yeah, something about it just isn't for me. And, yeah. um, yeah, I don't feel bad about that. I know the internet was, like, making it their mission to, like, make people feel bad about that. Um, I think that's weird. And that was, like, the weirdest part of the entire weekend for me was just seeing, like, kind of on both sides, like, the outrage that was, like, happening over the song right like yeah. there's nothing wrong with you liking the song and there's nothing wrong with you not liking the song but i'm like why are we like <laughs> why are we unstanding over a song yeah um also why are we like trashing people for not liking a song right yeah. um i know people were saying like oh we're not trashing you if you just don't like the song no there's mad people there that were, were doing people that definitely doing um, that yeah like I can't tell you how many, like, big accounts that have, like, such a huge following that were just saying, like, really nasty stuff, like... Yeah. Some stuff that was ridiculous, like, if you don't like this song, you don't deserve to, like, go to a BTS concert in the future or something like that. Like, it's like, what? Like, who are you to get to dictate um, how I get to feel about a song or how I get to feel about BTS? Like, it's just... It was just a weird weekend. I did not yeah, like it. <laughs> I know. I barely spent... I mean, again, I, I'm not going to... How many times do I have to say I was traveling, so I wasn't on Twitter that much, but whenever I was, I was like, okay, I don't really want to be on Twitter right now. And there were even, like, really hurtful things from some of my, like, better mutuals, I would say. And so I was kind of surprised at how, like, pervasive these comments were. And I don't know, like, good or bad, like, why are we so scared to say how we feel? Like, isn't part of Twitter finding people to connect with and, like, talk about the music with? Like, I certainly didn't get on Twitter to, like, 
I don't know, scream at people about right. <laughs> their views. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't really get it. But one thing that I was thinking about to your point and kind of going back and forth on like our simple lyrics, and this is something you had flagged for us to discuss today, like our simple lyrics, simple music production, like, are those a bad thing? Right? Like, and I did see a tweet, which was like, Namjoon was like working himself into the ground, even on like Bon Voyage, was it season four where they were in New Zealand and like, we see him working in the middle of their supposed trip. And I mean, mm-hmm. it still worked for them. Make no mistake about that. Like, Bon Voyage is not their vacation. It's a work schedule. But he's, like, busting his butt. And so, like, in a time when we're all already so, like, stressed and mentally taxed and, like, low-key overwhelmed, like, is it bad to have a more, like, surface-level song? Right. Yeah. Not every song has to be, like, sad but twerk. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I don't think it's weird. One, I don't think it's weird that they are... That someone else wrote this song for them that they had no involvement in it, right? We have plenty of artists that we like that we know don't write their songs at all, right? And it's not weird. Um, We are used to seeing BTS be so involved in their work. So that's why I feel like this feels a little bit different this time. But it's not like it's a bad thing that they weren't involved in it. And like you said, like, we're all going through this pandemic, like, and so are they. So they should be able to, like, take a break if they want to. (laughs) And just literally get on the track and sing or, like, rap if that's what they want to do. Um, Also, at the same time, like, for Dynamite, while they had, like, no involvement in that, basically, um, they were, like, writing B at the same time. So they could be, at the same time as they're doing Butter and doing permission to dance, could be coming up with, like, a new album or, like, working on their other stuff. Um, I know Namjoon's mentioned that he's been, like, working on new music for himself. And I'm sure the others are, like, doing so as well. So, like, why not, like, kind of take a break? I mean, we've all, like, really struggled with this pandemic and not feeling like doing Yeah, <laughs> right? I know. I know. <laughs> so, I definitely know. <laughs> I can't blame them for um, just, like, wanting to have, like, a fun track that doesn't really mean much other than like you know like let's get happy (laughs) let's dance i feel like that's been the theme for like these last three songs it's just been like you know like dance your cares and your troubles away um let's not think about this stupid pandemic for once um so i don't blame them i don't think it's like that deep that they have this like happy song um how it really shouldn't be that big of a deal. I agree. And like, I guess one thing I was thinking about, I I saw a lot of discourse and and this is kind of getting a little bit ahead of ourselves and into our next point that we want to talk about. But I saw a lot of like discourse on the timeline about like our BTS becoming too Westernized, blah, blah, blah. And when I think about like thinking back to like title tracks that they've released, like, especially maybe since like, 2018, 2019, and on. I think there's a lot to unpack when one says, like, what is westernized, and I think we're going to get to that, mm-hmm. so I'll throw that disclaimer in there. But even even if your position is to say, like, yes, they have, and, like, this is the direction they're going, mm-hmm. they've still been releasing albums that are, like, quintessential bongton, right? Like, B was totally self-produced, even if you look at, like, say Boy With Love with Halsey was their first, like, westernized song, potentially, mm-hmm. which I don't even necessarily think that's true. But even if I just picked that one as one that stood out to me, like, at the time, like, look at the rest of, like, Map of the Soul, 
persona, right? Like, there's other tracks on there that are more, I don't know, bongton sound, and I'm making, like, a bazillion quotes, right? But there's always other songs on the track. Even on B, like, Dynamite was included on B, but the rest of that track, or the rest of that album, maybe didn't fit that that Western pop mold. And and I guess I kind of want to move into this, like, Westernized thing. Is like, are BTS Westernized, or have they lost their roots? And I guess, I, I definitely want to hear your opinion, and I'm open to, like, dissenting opinions, but I think there's, like, a lot of, like, edgelords out there, or, like, <laughs> people who are, like, oh, I liked them, like, when they sang in Korean. And I think there's, like, a weird undercurrent there of, like... I mean, I hear what you're saying, right? Maybe you can get, like, more lyrical. But it also, like, kind of seems strange to me. Especially if it's coming from, like, English speakers. And I don't really know how to put my finger on it. But it strikes me as strange. And the final thing I would say is, like, even when BTS, like... I think about that Idol performance a lot. Um, I think it was on Jimmy Fallon. Um, Maybe. I could be misremembering. But, like, they're performing Idol... But yet they're performing in, like, Hanbok and have, like, all this traditional Korean iconography. So I feel like they always bring their, like, Korean roots somehow. Right. So, anyway, interested to hear your thoughts. But I have a lot of conflicting emotions around this, like, westernization thing. Well, I feel like people are saying that for the most part because it's in English. Right? And... While this is not the first time that members have sung in English before, like, right, like, they've they've done other songs where, like, they've sang fully in English. Like, Namjoon's done it himself, or, yeah. like, Who with, like, Loud or yeah. whatever. Like, they've they've sung in English before. But this these three singles are the first time that we've had the entire group, right, sing an entire song in English. Yeah. So, it is different. Um... However, I feel like saying that they've become too westernized is just, like, weird. Um, especially given that K-pop has so many, like, western elements and influence in it. Yeah. Like, I mean... Like, I mean, we, we touched on this previously. Like, K-pop has so many writers and producers who are from the west making their music. Yeah. Um, so, like, it kind of is... It's somewhat Western in a sense, right? It's like a Korean style twist on like yeah. <laughs> Western music. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah, I I don't think that they've become Western. Um, I do think that they are. Part of me thinks that sure they're just releasing this because of the pandemic. They've said. Multiple times that, like, these songs probably wouldn't have come about if there was no pandemic. Um, But that's why they've been releasing these English songs. But there is a part of me that also feels like these English songs are somewhat strategic. And that BTS have been blocked by radio, by award shows, um, Grammys in particular, for not having an English song. Um, So here's the opportunity. Here's three English songs. Three English songs that have been dominating the charts. I feel like there is somewhat strategy in releasing these songs. 
Yeah. And I don't fault them for it. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. if they have goals of wanting to top Billboard, if they have goals of wanting to, like, get a Grammy, I think they would have topped Billboard without having to release an English song. But, like, getting that necessary airplay to, like, stay on the Billboard um, charts, which is what I think has been happening for Butter this time around that we didn't see with Dynamite as much. Um, Butter has had, like, increased radio airplay, which is why I think it's it's helping to stay on the chart for as long as it has. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would have gotten that if they had released their song in English because how many times have their songs come out and they hardly get any radio play? Yeah. It took a while for us to get a number one on the chart. Like, it's not like BTS just got here. They've been around. <laughs> yeah. So I do think them releasing this is somewhat strategic. And I don't fault them for that. Like, they're not the only ones that have done something like that. Yeah. And- um, it's not the first time that an artist has released, like, a couple of Lucys that, like, <laughs> you know, like, aren't supposed to be, like, taken too seriously. Or they're just, like, something for fans to listen to for the summer. Like, you know, it's not supposed to be, like, that serious. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to listen to, like, deep songs when I'm chilling poolside with a beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, I take your point, and they've talked about their goals strategically in the past for a long time. So... How can we, like, fault them for going after their goals? And there was one thing you said in our group chat that I, like, particularly loved. Is that you were, like, maybe this Western theme was, like, bam, are we, like, Western enough for you for, like, the award shows that keep, like, blocking them? And even today, I went on Twitter and there was some rando and people were again liking it. And, like, I know nothing about this person. They could be, like, a saint. They could be a great person. But it was, like, wow, BTS are really blowing up. Like, why isn't the Western music industry, like talking about them or like why are they like excluded like people are still surprised at the numbers bts are doing and to me like that in and of itself is like part of the problem and that's also partially like a different conversation but like why are people still surprised at their success in 2021 like it just rubs me the wrong way and you have all these people on twitter like so happy that you noticed or like commenting and giving clout and i'm like we don't we don't need you (laughs) like (laughs) And I will, like, die on this mountain. Like, when they were like, what soapbox are you standing on at our interview? We talked about something else. But I should be like, we do not need casual fans. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I know people will disagree with me. But in my mind, like, we did not get here through casual fans. We got here through, like, the sustained and unapologetic efforts of ARMY. Yeah. So I'm kind of, like, telling people to be, like, casual about BTS just, like, rubs me the total wrong way, though I'm obviously not, like, an unbiased party. But anyway, that's not the topic of this podcast, but come cry with me outside at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I'm sure there are casual listeners of BTS, right? Um, I'm not... I'm for... I'm certain that there are. Um, But the, the efforts that have gone behind, like, a song like Butter... I don't think was, I don't think you can credit much to casual fans. And Um, even if part of the success is like radio play, which is maybe more casual fans. And even the friend I went to visit this weekend, like she listens to a few of their songs and is like more casual, but like, I'm happy about that. Like casual fans are welcome, but they're not like how we got here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, yeah. Anyway. Um, next question. To the Western point. (laughs) Yeah. I did want to go back to that yeah, sure. because <laughs> like really what, what did 
the, that concept had to do with this song. Like, nothing. <laughs> like, oh, the, the actual, like, Western like, theme. Like, the actual like, Western West, theme. Wild West, not, like, Westernized. No. Yeah. What, like, what did that have to do with this song? Literally nothing, which is why <laughs> I was, like, thrown. It strikes me as strange. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, I mean, really, what other reason could it have been other than, like, a big middle finger of, like, F you. Like, is this Western enough for you? <laughs> like, you're gonna get this, like, super pop song. Um... In our, like, little western outfits. Like, <laughs> fringe going on. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're here. Um, I, yeah, I just can't think of any other reason why they were, like, dressed up like that. Because it has nothing to do with the song, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, like, there was a question that I was uh, curious about from you as well that... There was this one critic who was saying that BTS is, like lost their roots <laughs> what did you think about that do you think that they have uh that they're out of touch <laughs> i guess that kind of goes in Some hand with the western language. thing right yeah um i don't think they've lost their roots um i mean what were their roots to begin with i mean other than like being korean which is like a big thing, right? I'm not diminishing that, but, like, they were originally, like, a hip-hop group, mm-hmm. right? If hip-hop is not Western, then what is it? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like even if you look back, even at their older releases, mm-hmm. they have pulled from a variety of genres. Even in their, like, hip-hop eras, right? Right. There were pop songs. There were R&B songs. There were slower ballad songs, right? Mm -hmm. That's not... That, like, versatility is not new. Right. So I think it's kind of, like... It's definitely, like, a complex question. And, like... Mm -hmm. But, like, what are their roots? It's not like they were, like, traditional vocalists singing traditional... Korean songs. Like, to your <laughs> point, it was a Korean spin on Western pop music. Right. Yeah. Um, so I kind of see... I kind of see what, what they were getting at because they, they made a comment that BTS has lo- lost their edge or that these these this music is missing their edge, right? And I think what they're trying to get at is that... Um, from the beginning, BTS have been very vocal about things that are, like, largely affecting society um, within their, like, certain age group. Mm. So, like, you know, from the beginning, they were, you know, rapping and singing about, like, the school system and, like, its abuses of, um, like, abuses of power and things like that. Um, or them touching on, like depression and like loving yourself um during like that entire era um so i i see i see what they're getting at but i'm also kind of like i don't think that they've lost their edge like we just had mod 7 and i feel like that was the content of that was pretty edgy like shadow was like super deep (laughs) right persona is like super deep um even like ego like it may sound like upbeat but like the content of it is, like, very deep. Um, we just had B come out. Like, yeah. we're, like, all facing a pandemic. Like, dis-ease, 
that is pretty deep to me. I don't yeah. know how it gets any deeper than like blue and gray. I was so say, blue like, and gray came right? when you said that. I was like, Ugh. I don't think that they've lost their edge. Yeah. Um, we know that BTS write music based off of what they're going through in their life at that time. Um, and so I feel like this era with B or the era with like these English singles have been reflective and that they haven't lost their edge in any sense because like I said, like we just had B, which was like super deep. Um, and like, sure, they didn't have any involvement in these singles, but it's reflective of like what's going on right now, right? Yeah. Like, like we were saying earlier, people don't want to be like sitting around like moping around sad, <laughs> or maybe people are, yeah. and BTS are doing their best to try to encourage yeah. themselves as well <laughs> as everyone else listening to their music. Um, so I I don't feel like they're out of touch. I don't feel like they've lost their edge. These are just three singles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I know we had a previous episode called like Crying in the Club, right? And Crying in the Club requires a club. Otherwise, you're just like crying, right? So like if they want us to be like peppier and happier, like that's that's fine. That's great. And like we said, like you right. don't have to have your edge on display at all times. And as far as like have they lost their edge? I think if they have, if they have, which I Mm -hmm. do not think they have, but if they have, that's, like, a natural process of becoming successful. Like, I remember listening to, like, Avril Lavigne when I was an angsty teenager, like, sharpieing my fingernails black and only wearing hoodies, which is, like, (laughs) only slightly different than how I am now, but, like, a lot of her earlier songs were, like, very angry, very sad, very... And then it turned into, like, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend no way, no way, I think you need a new one. And, like, I still, like, remember the lyrics of that song. Like, it was catchy. It wasn't bad, but it just, like, changed with success. So if they have changed, they're not alone. So, again, like, why is someone coming... If that's true, which I don't think it is, but, like, why are people coming for BTS for something that happens to artists, like, across the board? Yeah. Um, artists grow. Yeah. Um... They've shown their growth throughout their their music. Um, and and they're in a weird time right now, right? Like, everything's stalled. Um, yeah. Mm. Okay. Part of me feels like, okay, sure. Growth, like... How do I explain this? I don't, I don't think we have to, like confuse their their like lyrical growth with their like musical growth because I feel like a lot of people were saying like one like okay if you don't like this song then you don't want to see like BTS happy <laughs> that I was also... the stuff that was making me mad <laughs> <laughs> right um which is weird because I feel like BTS have had plenty of like happy songs in the past and like no one like said anything about those songs. I feel like the closest song to these song this song in particular, or maybe even Dynamite as well, would be like Boy in Love, right? Yeah. No one was like writing about that <laughs> about that track. 
Um, they've had happy songs before, like, we've liked those songs, so it isn't, like, me all of a sudden that I'm like, oh, I want to see BTS, like, depressed. Just because I like their older music doesn't mean that I want to see BTS sad. Um, when I say that I like their older music, or I miss their older music or whatever, it's not so much I'm talking about, like, the lyrical content of their music. It's like the sound, and I guess it goes for what you like personally like listening to. I got into BTS because I am like a true like hip hop and like R&B head. Okay, so like when I first started listening to BTS, that was the music that they were making, um, and they were like going in and out of that genre for most of like the beginning of their career. Um, so, yeah, that's what I like listening to. It's not that I, like, hate their other songs, because I don't. They have made plenty of other songs that don't subscribe to, like, the hip-hop or R&B genre that I have, like, loved. Um, but I do like when they make those songs. So, like, yeah, when I'm like, yes, I hope that they have, like, another R&B comeback. I mean that, but it doesn't mean that I, like, hate their pop tracks. I don't hate their EDM tracks or whatever. Hmm. Or, like, it doesn't mean that I want to see them, like, sad again. Like... <laughs> Yeah. I just felt like that whole narrative was like really weird. Um, I don't know. Maybe people do want to see them sad again because they're sad themselves. <laughs> so they want something else to cry to. I have no idea, but yeah. that's not necessarily the case for me. Yeah. Well, I think that's interesting. And I think you're kind of leading into our two next questions actually kind of combined. Um, is like, has BTS's sound changed and who is able to voice their opinion or criticism of BTS? And I would just like to say, like, and I, I was kind of talking about it earlier, so I won't, like, go on about this for too long, but I, I do find it strange how, you know, there's, like, group chats where we can say, like, XYZ song isn't for me, or even if you don't have a group chat, or even if you are a better army than me. Although, again, this is, like, what I'm unpacking. Like, you don't, like, verbally say out loud you have songs that you prefer. The reality is that you have songs that you prefer more than other songs. Mm -hmm. Everyone will have them. They will all be different. So, like, why are we all being so, like... This is the, like, sad, like, she doesn't even go here. Like, Mean Girls, <laughs> like, I'm, like, crying in the back of the school gym. But, like, why are we being so surface level with each other? Like, why can't we be honest and, and realize, like... Many of us have been into BTS for months or years, and even if you haven't, like, their relationship with their music is very nuanced and very personal. So making these blanket statements of, like, if you say XYZ, you don't deserve tickets, or you're not a real army, or blah, 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 docs, 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 right. cancel, 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 like, yes. Part of the reason we started this podcast is because there's a lot of bullshit out there that is unwarranted and BTS gets relentless hate. And so I think some of this of like say no evil is like coming from that where like we don't want to add fuel, <clears throat> excuse me, to the metaphorical fire. But why can't I, not me, but like why, why can't we share our opinions with each other in a constructive way? And I feel like that sounds very like, again, crying in the back of the gym, but I just get very frustrated with Twitter sometimes. And I'm at like peak frustration right now if people can't tell. Yeah, um, I find it strange. Like, even though we get on here and we're like, you know, this journalist is stupid, like, what are they talking about? Um, they 
fully have the right to say how they feel about BTS, right? As long as it's not like them... Hate speech. <laughs> right. So as long as it's not like them literally being racist or like whatever else. Um, if they want to say like BTS is rendering the charts useless, like sure, you have like the full... You have full opportunity to be able to do that. Now, we also have the same opportunity to come back and say, we think that's dumb, yeah. <laughs> which is basically what our podcast is. Um, but yeah, I felt like this was like trying to like silence um, people for just not like blindly like loving everything that BTS does. Um, I just find it strange that like, <laughs> okay, the entire timeline was like, who are you to criticize BTS and talk about their music or their production or anything when you have like no musical background or anything like that, right? But then here comes a music critic who's like, yeah, I think this about it. And they're like, well, who are you? Like, <laughs> what kind of music critic are you? What kind of, like, <laughs> so it's like, pick one, like pick a side, right? Yeah. And I just feel like we've, I'm like, should I even say it? I don't know. We've just, we've, we we've just put BTS on, like, this pedestal where it's, like, they're, like, completely untouchable, right? Yeah. And in our minds, like, yes, BTS are, like, the best. Um, I still think they are. I don't think that's changed yeah. just because of, like, one song. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we should be able to, like you said, voice our opinions if, if we don't like something. <laughs> it's really that simple. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they're above that. I don't think that every BTS song um, is going to be liked by every fan. I don't think they think that. I think they do release music hoping that their fans are going to like it. But I feel like to have the expectation that every single fan is going to like every single thing that they do is just completely unrealistic. Um, And it's just weird because, like you said earlier in the podcast, if we were talking about any other artist, this would not be a weird thing. Yeah, We wouldn't be having these like back and forth discussions like this. Or we would, but it would be like, in jest, like you were saying, um, we we talk to each other about what songs we like and don't like, but I'm not like, Julie, you're a freaking trash BTS fan, <laughs> like, go die yeah. or something <laughs> yeah. because you don't like this one song. <laughs> or yeah. It's like, it's just like, why does it have to go to that level of like, you can't be here, you can't be around, or like, even more violent, like, I'm gonna dox you, I'm going to like, say these like, really nasty things about you, um it's just really strange and it's violent and disgusting i remember what i was gonna say and we can put this where you will because i don't know if it directly fits with this point but you were talking about like bts releasing songs for army and like hoping they'll like it i think there was a disconnect with this song in particular and i was discussing it with a mutual as i mentioned where like they framed this song as like a song for army it was framed as like for army specifically on army day Mm. and yet the song that came out is a very like dare i say like formulaic pop song that appeals to the general public Mm. which is fine it's not bad or good it's just a statement so i think there was a disconnect kind of an expectation there or like is Mm. it for army or for radio or for the grammys you know what i mean right i don't know i i guess Sure, this song probably is this song is for Army, but I it, it's not necessarily for all. Yeah, Army. 
right? Like, not all ARMY are gonna like this. I mean, there's mad people that like this song, right? Yeah. I've seen people, like, literally crying to this song. <laughs> because they're like, I don't know if it's the music video that touched them um, so much, but I've, I've seen people, like, crying to this song. Um, so, like, people love this song. <laughs> um... Like, we may not feel that way, but there are people that, like, really love the song and they feel like it's for them. Um, it touched them some kind of way, so, I mean, it works. It's just the expectation that it's going to, like, hit for everyone. It's not necessarily there. I also saw some comment where people were saying that, like, that this was, like, the end this was a nice way for them to wrap up their english songs and i was like well why do you think that this is wrapping it up have they <laughs> given an indication that I don't, this yeah is the i case? don't know one because they've been saying since the beginning that these songs are in existence because of covid right so theoretically we could continue to get songs like this until covid is over what if covid's not over next year what if it's not over by the end of this year we could continue to get these English songs, right? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. It, just because it's in English doesn't really mean anything. They could change, like, the, the sound of it. I feel like they've been using these kind of, like, pop funky sounds because that's the sound right now. Um, I feel like it's like a hyper, <laughs> like, I don't know, like a hyper pop version of the funk sound that's out right now. But they're going with what's hot right now. So yeah. what's hot could change in a few months. It might not sound like this. It might not sound like super pop. I just thought it was weird that someone was saying that, like, this is the end. Is it because it's in threes and they do things in threes typically? Maybe. I, I didn't even I think just, of this. I just don't know this why they were... hearing of it. Why they... Why they said that. So we talked about, is this... A lot of our questions, is this the end of their English songs? Has their sound changed? Who was able to voice their opinion? We kind of touched on what makes someone a fan, though we could explore that more... I would say, what is it about Permission to Dance that you do or don't like? We kind of covered that. Um, And I guess, what are your... Here's one we didn't cover, and I had kind of added an addendum to this. Is like, what are your thoughts on the success of these three singles versus their Korean language tracks? And I don't know why it feels to me, and I could be incorrect, but it feels to me like there's a vibe that they're like English songs because... Maybe because they're more popular on the charts or because they are getting general public attention is like they're kind of like in air quotes, I stress in air quotes, like lesser Mm. or like maybe it's because they're not as heavily handed in like writing the track. I I don't know the reason, but I kind of sense that vibe, even if it's unsaid. Um, But it's interesting because as someone pointed out, like we don't hear. So like they did Wasted on Me with Steve Aoki. You mentioned who with Lauv. Um, you know, RM did Soul Town Road, which they all performed. The remix of that, like, um, why don't we hear people getting mad about the Japanese singles in the same way? Is it because other groups are trying to do Japan as well or, like, break into Japan and that's, like, an established thing and BTS is doing something outside of, like, what's already established? Is it that it's, like still in Asia, like, I feel like there's kind of a strange dynamic, and it's probably more than you or I could ever (laughs) unpack, even in a single episode, but, like, 
I mean, so what do you think about, like, these songs versus their Korean songs, but then also, like, why aren't people as pressed about some of the Japanese songs when BTS also aren't native Japanese speakers? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. Um, I feel like, I feel like there was a lot of trash talking around other artists who were like doing English songs. Then when they started doing, BTS started doing English songs and it was like, no, it's fine, right? Like they've changed their mind. It's fine. Like we're all going to love this. Now it's like we're over this. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of like back and forth. <laughs> um, like there's no consistency. It's really weird. Um, there's way too much talk about them doing an English song. Like it's almost kind of expected that they would at this point. I mean, um, like English as a second language is. English is probably, like, one of, like, I don't want to say, it's not the second most spoken language around the world, but, like, English as a second language is, like, very common. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that they necessarily have to play into that, but they are, and they know that a lot of their international fans speak English, so I do feel like, in a way, this is a way of them, like, giving back, in a sense, or just, like, tapping into... I don't even want to call it an unknown market because it's not like BTS are the first group to like ever do a song in English. That's true. um, Or to even like do an album in English. So I don't know why there's so much talk about it. Like it's really not that big of a deal that it's in English because just like you said, they are making music in Japanese and I feel like there is some kind of like xenophobia there with that. Um, that people don't care when they do their songs in Japanese, but they do care when they do their songs in English. And it's literally only three songs out of, like, their entire discography. Um, and they have mad Japanese songs. I mean, like, they literally just release, like, a compilation album of, like, all their Japanese songs, right? Like, (laughs) they have so many, um... Yeah. I feel like it also kind of ties in with, like, success or what we think is successful and what's not and i feel like i don't know if this is western army or just westerners in general who feel like success in the west is like the biggest and like best thing so if bts aren't doing what they expect bts to do or they have some issue with their success in the west and how they're doing it i don't know what it is (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I can't phrase I it, you. but like it's like they're also yeah, they're also successful in Japan. Like they are yeah. seriously like topping and like dominating that market. Like why is that success different from their success in the West? Like why do you find their what they're doing in the West weird, but what they're doing in Japan not? Like I don't know. It, yeah, it, I think it, it is like weird gatekeeping, especially because even when I think about conversations around authenticity and how much we value a sense of, like, authenticity, and we've talked about that in other podcasts, like, BTS have talked about, like, the teams of songwriters who help them with their Japanese tracks as well. Like, I specifically remember on some of the old DVDs, them, like, going to Japan and talking about the songwriters they were working with or whoever, right? And yet we don't hear things about, like, those tracks being, like, 
inauthentic. Mm-hmm. And in a strange way, though I think... Some of the conversations around, like, BTS and their English tracks, like, it's almost like telling them in, like, a backhanded way to, like, stay in their lane. Yeah. Or whatever. And it's, like, super cringy, like, okay, you think they can only have success, but, like, on your terms. And I said, like, I don't even like permission to dance that that much. Like I said, it. I do like butter. Like I've realized how much I like butter, right? Mm. But just like I, my opinion, as a person who has a podcast and it pains me to say this, like ultimately does not matter. What I want for BTS does not matter. Like they're doing success on their terms and they don't care what me, one army, might think about their song. You know what I mean? Like... So, anyway, I guess my main point was, like, I find it strange that people are, like, oh, I miss, like, like, you can prefer their older tracks, but to say, like, I miss how they were or whatever, like, that's an objective opinion that's okay to have, but, like, saying that they shouldn't do, which is not what you said, but just, like, saying that they shouldn't do these songs is also, like, why? It's very weird. Yeah, I think they're just, like... It's trying to put them in a box again, like we've talked about before. Um, trying to say what they can and can't do. Um, and they've never really, like, stuck with one thing. They've genre-hopped. <laughs> um, they've, like, changed up their styles and, like, how they rap or how they sing. They've never, like, really stuck with one thing. And they demonstrated that they like to, like, explore and be creative Um, so I find it strange as well, um, that people are, like, trying to limit them to, what, doing only Korean music? Or doing things that are Asian only, right? It's weird! It's so weird! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The next time anyone says that, I'm gonna be like, alright, take Justin Bieber off of Despacito then. Like, I said it. (laughs) If you can only do songs in your native language, like... Think about all the songs that would not get made. Right. And BTS aren't being weird like Justin Bieber was with Despacito. Like, <laughs> Justin Bieber did Despacito and then, like, was mocking Spanish after. <laughs> right? But BTS aren't doing that. Um, so, yeah. I feel, I guess the point I'm trying to illustrate is I feel like there's a mad double standard here. There is. There is. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there just shouldn't be all of this, like... The fact that we even have to do this right here, like, (laughs) to even have us sitting here talking about this song like this is just weird. Like, I never expected this. Um, It feels therapeutic to talk about it, though. It does feel nice. It does feel nice. I mean, I still really can't wrap my head too much around, like, why I don't like this song. I, I... I can't think of anything else other than I just, like, don't like the beat. I think it's really that simple. Um, not, I don't even know if it's the beat, the way it's produced. I think it's the production. Yeah, it me. just sounds really, like, just really basic. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I feel like the bottom line should be, like, if you like this song, continue to like this song. 
Um, if you don't like this song, then like fine. Um, but like it's not necessarily to like it's not necessary to like send like massive amounts of like hate. Um, if you want to leave the fandom, like fine. Obviously, this was like your last straw. I don't know why it was, <laughs> but like obviously, this is like your last straw. Um, no, I don't like this song per se, but. I have been streaming the damn song. I have been streaming the damn music video. I want to see the song do well. I have a feeling that Butter is going to block it on the charts. <laughs> and we'll get like a one-two. Um, we'll see. Would that be so bad though? I don't like, think it would be bad. No. Like when you're your own competition. How yeah. is that a bad thing? Um, but I mean it didn't do as well with the music video views. And I don't know if that's because there was all this like dissension going on in the fandom that people didn't really want to stream it because they didn't like it as much so i mean i don't know if bts are going to hear this and see this and like take note if they're going to care if they're going to feel like oh maybe we should not do songs like this anymore because people aren't feeling it or if they're even going to care um i feel like they won't because the song is still gonna do well yeah um whether it gets one or two, I think it's still going to do well. I mean, sure, it didn't beat, like, Butter's uh, records for, like, the music video or whatever. But it still had, like, I, I don't know how many millions of views. It was, was it around, like, 70 or 80? Yeah, sounds right to me. I can't recall. but Like I, mean, I said, I haven't been on as much. It, it had a lot of views, um, which, like, most artists can't say that they have. <laughs> I was going to say, so. we really are next level, you know? Like, yeah. we'll probably go on, too, even if people aren't feeling it in the same way. It's yeah. like, yeah. I, yeah. I think there would have to be, like, mass amounts of, like, people being, like, trash for BTS to even hear it and be like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that they should feel free to make whatever music that they want in whatever format that they want and whatever genre that they want. Like they should continue to try and elevate. Even if they wanted to make all their songs sound the same, that would also be fine too. I feel like there's, I feel like that argument was really weird that people were saying like musicians like grow and they elevate and they do all this stuff. And I'm not saying that like, people stunt themselves but there are plenty of people who are like super successful like legends who make music in the exact same genre for the entirety of their career yeah and it's not like they're right it's not (laughs) like their music is bad so i feel like that was a really weird take as well but bts have from the very beginning been experimenting with different genres and like sounds and stuff so it was only a matter of time that they were going to make a song like this i feel like yeah I do, I am curious, this is another thing for the ARMY 60 Minutes that we always talk about is, like, what's the feedback loop of what BTS does and doesn't see. So when, like, Dynamite blew up, I was like, oh, are they going to make, like, more songs like this, seeing that it's successful? Like, do they care about that? Do they know? I mean, I know they know, but, like, to what extent does that, like, impact their, like, songwriting or music production decisions? Mm. And then yeah. same thing with Butter and now with this. Like, I'm, I'm just curious to see kind of, where we go from here, mm-hmm. I think will be really interesting. And I think another thing is, like, ARMY really need to get over themselves. I feel <laughs> like we have, like... And and I've definitely been guilty of this, too. Like, definitely speaking from the perspective of, like, it takes one to know one, kind of. But, like, 
I don't want to be this person, but I feel like ARMY in general kind of have a superiority complex about, like, which songs they do and don't like, and which songs are, like, iconic or legendary, and which songs, like... It ultimately doesn't matter, though. Like, we acknowledge ARMY diversity and, like, so many other forms about how we're not this cohesive unit and we're not, like, this monolith that people try to, like, paint us to be. So, like, if you like Butter, great. If you like Dynamite, great. If you love Permission to Dance, fan-freaking-tastic. Exactly. If you love only NO and Coffee or Danger or, like, War of Hormone, like, I have some questions, but okay, like, do you. Like, absolutely do you. Yeah. Like, I just don't get why, again, we can be like, wow, so diverse, so different. The one thing uniting us is our love of BTS. But then if we disagree on a song, like, you're trash and I'm way better than you. I guess the expectation is that we're all supposed to be, like, one mind, one body. But we're not going to be. I don't think we ever have been on everything, right? Literally never. (laughs) Also, Also, like, this isn't new. I feel like there's always something going on. Yeah. On the timeline. The BTS are so happy with this song. Like, they were so happy to release this. And just seeing how they were in the music video, like, they were just so happy. that I, That's really all that I care about in the end. Like, I don't care if I don't like the song. I don't care if, like, who else doesn't like the song or who else likes it or whatever. Like, as long as they're happy and they're satisfied with what they put out and they're released... I can't get mad at it. Yeah. I, I can't get mad at it. Even if I don't like the song, I can't get mad seeing yeah. them like. <laughs> Another thing I've been kind of worrying at myself with, and I'm glad I remember this because I wanted to say it earlier. Even if I don't like the track, I don't want to bring up, like, the E-word that everyone's saying we should never talk about yet another group thing. But, like, mm. whenever I think, like, I'm, like, aggravated by things I see on Twitter or, like not really digging this song. Like, I get aggravated at myself about the fact that I don't like this song. Like, I wish I knew why, right? But, like, I'm still living in a time where, like, BTS is actively producing music and giving us music on, right. on Army Day. And right. I'm here for new releases. And I get to experience that excitement and that hype around new releases. And I get to see new videos and see new outfits and get new photo drops. Because, I mean... Whether or not we want to acknowledge it, and I know for the most part we, like, well and truly do not want to acknowledge it, the day will come, the day will come when, like, there aren't new songs for whatever reason. Yeah. Right? And, like, the existing sound songs that we have, like, the soundtracks we have, like, that's it. So even if I don't love this song, which I do not, I love that I'm getting new songs, and I love that I'm like, here for new releases and the excitement right. and all of that. So, I mean, one of our questions that I think would be a good question to end with, and you kind of touched on it, and, like, I'm touching on here, is, like, what does it mean to be ARMY? And for me, like, it doesn't mean that you have to buy things, or it doesn't mean that you have to love every song, and that's, like, honestly an unrealistic standard, but, like, are you here for BTS, and do you have their, like, best interests... Like, do you want to see them succeed? And are you willing to work for that? And I think that's what makes an army. Yeah. Supporting them. Ultimately. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a hard thing to even answer. Or to come to a concrete answer. I 
I just feel like we, as fans, don't have the right to say you're not an army because you don't do this. You're not an army because you don't like this. Right? Like, the the solo multi-narrative I just think is weird. Like, even us right here, like, we're 50-50. I mean, you consider yourself more of, like, a BTS, like, solo fan, right? And yeah. I guess I'm a multi or whatever, and we're united on this one topic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not weird. We're not, like, fighting each other. I've never once, like, um, punched you or, like, exactly. gone an altercation with you. But it was pretty apparent on the timeline that everyone was like, oh, it's always multis who are doing this and that. Um, but again, that's where we have to get over ourselves. Like, yeah. why do ARMY have, like, a superiority complex one way or the other? I guess we feel superior because BTS are, like, so superior. freaking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, elite, right? <laughs> yeah. Which I get it, but, like, it just feels really weird. It's really divisive. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't like it. It makes me really feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel not wanted, but also at the same time, I'm like... I can't think about what other people on the timeline are saying. Like, it would have to take BTS themselves being like, you're trash because you don't like this song. I hate you. Get out of our fandom. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that really reminds me of BTS. <laughs> BTS would have to seriously dog me out for, like, not like not supporting this song. Well, I can't even say not supporting because I am supporting this damn song. Freaking pay for that freaking yeah. album. I'm streaming that song. <laughs> You can't tell me I'm not supporting it. Even though I don't like it, I'm still doing all of that. Um, Yeah, it would take BTS having to, like, dog me out and be like, girl, get out. We don't like you. (laughs) Like, just because I listen to, like, other artists. Like, come on. Like, (sighs) I mean, okay, here's some parting or almost parting food for thought. BTS themselves are multi stands. Do you think they listen to only one group? <laughs> they only listen to themselves. Yeah. They don't listen to anyone else. How often do we see the music they're hyping on their Twitter? That's, like, that's why I feel like this is so weird because, like, in real life, we said this so many times. Like, this does not exist offline. And if you are bringing it offline, I want you to have a moment and, like, check yourself and ask why you're bringing the Twitter drama offline. Like, if you do seriously feel like you can't talk to other people, because they like other artists, because they like BTS and other artists, like, that's weird. If you can't talk to someone because of that, that's really weird. And if someone won't talk to you because of that, just know that's really weird. Like, people should be able to have differences um, for things that don't really have any significance. <laughs> and still be able to, like, talk to each other or, like, have a civil conversation, right? It's yeah. not politics. It's not, like, religion. It's not something, like, super huge. Even in then, like, you should still be able to, like, have a conversation with somebody. <laughs> and obviously we think it's pretty huge, well, right? Agree, like, we right. devote hours of our life every week. You literally drove over to my hotel yeah. to come and record this. Like, obviously we take it super seriously, but... I mean, it's huge, but it shouldn't be, like, deciding your relationships or your friendships yeah. or, like, 
you shouldn't be going and like doxing somebody because they have a different opinion from you online or like I, I just don't know like this weekend was just like I'm like this is the weirdest comeback I have ever experienced how many comebacks <laughs> like <laughs> you have experienced many <laughs> exactly at this point. how many comebacks this is the weirdest thing I have ever seen over a song that was simply supposed to like give joy to people like whether you felt that way or not about it, like, it really was not supposed to be that big of a deal. It was one song. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it is weird, because I do identify, like, pretty much only as a BTS fan. But, again, I guess I just find it weird, like, telling other people what they should or shouldn't like. Or, like, I personally don't have the, like, mental fortitude <laughs> to like stand multiple groups the way I stand BTS but if other people do like more yeah. power to them you have more <laughs> emotional bandwidth than I have yeah so yeah it is strange and yeah I don't know I the song is catchy it's not my favorite but it's catchy and I've also been streaming and listening and watching so you know, we, we do what we can. We support them and we move to the next thing. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah. Rather than being angry, this has made me think more about, like, their song selection process and how it works. Like, I really would love to see it happen. Like, just sitting on a session, right? Because they say they get these songs sent to them. Like, how do they decide, like, yes, let's do this song? Because this is the same writer's as Butter. Yeah, I correct. saw that and it was so interesting that you could have Songs that I, at least personally, feel so differently about from yeah. the same writers. So, I'm curious of how they come to select these songs and how it, how they decide, like, okay, we're not going to put a rap here, because I think I also saw, Namjoon said that, like, they it wrote a rap for this song, but, like, it didn't really fit with the melody, so they, like, tossed it out, because that was one thing that I noticed about the song, and one thing that I, like yearn to hear is like bts rap um but that didn't happen this time around so i'm more curious about that than like anything else yeah yeah i don't know it's not that deep like i wish we could have gone here and talked about like Jungkook's bang and hmm. like Namjoon's highlighter hair. Like this is what we should be like talking about, right? We next should be time, getting on here time. like should be getting on here talking about that. Cowboy and, like Jungkook. Exactly, like Evo Cowboy Jungkook. Like wow, like what a moment. Yeah. <laughs> no, like he had us all played with that eyebrow piercing too. Every time I look at that, I feel a moment of like this guy. Exactly. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just like we have been conned. We got another like soap dance, soap break dance. Come on, like. There's so much going on. Peach Jin, like... Yoongi's hip thrust. <laughs> <laughs> Jimin with that little haircut. The same one that he had at um, Muster. Like, that little bowl cut thing. I don't know what it is. Like, it's... The blunt bowl cut. Yes! It's, like, edgy. I'm, like, in love with it. Only Jimin could rock a really blunt edge bowl cut. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Like, seeing Tay's, like, super happy, like face and then like following his dance and the song like there's just so many things that we could have talked about that we didn't <laughs> and we like didn't really get the chance to because we had to like 
talk about how stupid the internet was this weekend. Like, that almost pisses me off. Yeah. But, like, what are you going to do? I feel a lot better. I've been feeling, like, aggravated every time I listen to Permission to Dance. Not because I was so aggravated by the song, just because there was so much, like, yeah discourse on the timeline. So now I feel like maybe my feelings about it won't change, but at least I'll have gotten this, like, off my chest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And we should be able to have conversations like this on Twitter. But instead, we're, like, writing hate hate threads and trying well, to tell people how they should feel. We spent an hour and 20 minutes and, you know, we have 120 characters <laughs> on Twitter. So, there's a slight old difference. I guess, but there's threads and they be going off in them threads, okay? Yeah. It'll be like 10 tweet threads. You are not wrong. Ugh. Anyway, I'm excited to see what BTS are gonna do in the future. Same. I was thinking oh, like, you know, this is only their eighth year and they have so many more years to go but i'm like also i really don't know yeah i really don't know how how much longer they have yeah um the future is uncertain um do bts themselves even know i don't know but i just want to enjoy what we have in this moment yeah um i've been loving like the interviews their dance practice was like super cute i don't know if you saw the amazon music interview they did Mm-mm. that was like a great interview i'll have um, to watch it I think that was pre-permission to dance, though. But I'm sure there'll be more interviews to follow. Yeah. I don't know. I've just been, like, really loving, like... And I think they're on Fallon tonight and tomorrow. Oh, yes. Yes. I've been loving the content they're releasing lately. Um, I just really want to focus on that. I don't want to dwell too much about the song. Like, <laughs> it's not that deep. <laughs> we should title this, It's Not it's That not Deep. It's Not That Deep. I was wondering what we title it. I was like, I don't know if I want to use the... <laughs> the song title. Yeah. Oh, well. So next time, we're talking about goth cowboy Jungkook. We're talking about Highlighter <laughs> June. We're talking biceps. We're talking chaps. We are talking everything spicy that I always want to post about on the internet, but then I always delete it. So, maybe not everything spicy, because I will expose myself real fast, but... It'll be a little spicy. Medium spice. Uh, exactly. We could have gone here today, talked about Namjoon's haircut. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you're so close to the buzz cut. You've been waiting. Next time. We are this close. He has simply a tuft of hair on his head. <laughs> we are this close to the buzz cut. Like, come on. <laughs> Let's manifest and pray for that buzz cut. Exactly. <laughs> Let's cut June stands. We will see our day. <laughs> One way or another, we will see our day. <laughs> well, I just, that sounds so <laughs> ominous. Uh, anyway. Until next time. Yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode of Girls With Fun. We hope you made it this long. Some of you probably heard it say you don't like the song and you immediately cut it off. <laughs> so if you made it till here, you're a real one. Exactly. We appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. 
Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls with Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls with Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.